church say amen. Amen. I want to thank Brother Dory for the wonderful song selections. Thank you for participating and all the other brothers and members in the audience. Amen. It's good to be here. We need to add Sister Gloria Walker to our second shedding. Uh, second Sunday, she hasn't been feeling well, so let us make sure we follow up and check up on her and see if there's anything we can do in aiding her, providing comfort to her, whatever her illness may be. Good to be here, church. Good to see all of you who see the importance of coming out to worship God today, on the Lord's Day, the first day of the week. This morning, we would like to direct your attention to Luke chapter 12, and going to use some of the notes we used from our Sunday school this morning. Many of you can't make it to Sunday school, so we're going to give you a taste of what we kind of talked about this morning in addition to our sermon topic as well. In Luke chapter 12, beginning verse 13, and one of, one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. Sound like folks today. <laughs> and he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possessed. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. In other words, a whole heap, a whole lot. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? The first indication of a fool. You got more than enough of what you need. You don't have to think about what to do. It should be automatically in your heart. It should be who can I shall I do because I have no room where to restore my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pour down my bones and build great. And there will I restore all my fruits and my goods. What a fruit. And I will say to my soul, Thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. That sounds like church folks who say, I got time to serve God. So I'm going to hang out at free me. I'm going to enjoy the lust of my desires, the lustful desires of my flesh, 
get tired, then I'll come and serve God. I got many needs. But God. But God said unto him, Thou fool. But God said unto him, Thou fool, not tomorrow, not many years down the road, not later on tonight, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. This night. Go by Bank of America. Can't go by Wells Fargo. Can't go by the ATM, but this night thy soul shall be required of thee. And let me ask you something. Then who shall those things be? Which thou hast provided. That's the question he's asking. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself yeah. and is not rich toward God. Amen. So is he. So is he what? He's a fool. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Amen. He's a fool. This morning in Sunday school, we were talking about seeking first the kingdom. We were talking about, in Ecclesiastes 5, 10 through 16, Solomon described the problem with earthly treasures. Money in abundance do not truly satisfy. The abundance of the rich prevent good sleep. You would think rich folks slept the best in the world. Not according to the truth. Most rich folks spend time worrying about how to keep it. Who's stealing from it? And how can I get more? And often, it hurts the owner. Riches perish through misfortune and cannot be taken with us when we die. In Matthew 6, 19 through 21, Jesus commands us to lay up treasure, not on earth, but in heaven. Yeah. Not that it is wrong to have nice things here on earth, but our focus should be on laying up treasure in heaven. This man had a problem in Luke 13, I mean Luke 12. It was about him. Nobody else. It was solely about him. And God had to interrupt him in his own great wisdom that he thought within himself. And it is God that brought to his attention that he was a fool. In regards to the way he was thinking. Don't get, don't get mad at the preacher today. If I roll down your street and I drop a few scriptures on you that may enlighten you to realize that you might be living as a fool today. 
may have arrived as one, but you don't have to leave as one. Praise God for his word that you can come to your senses and realize there are some adjustments I need to make in my life for the kingdom. Because you're going to die and you're not going to take a single thing with you when you die. Trenches on earth, they're insecure, folks. People will break in. Moth and rust destroy. There's also a loss due to inflation. Some of us got more faith and trust in our 401ks and Wall Street than we do in God. We believe that our 401ks is going to be the thing that blesses us and provides for us throughout the course of our living. Nothing wrong with having one, but you should have more faith and trust in God than the stock market. Treasures in heaven are secure. Neither mob nor rust destroys them. They are imperishable. We talked about 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. We talked about thieves cannot break in and steal our treasures because they're securely guarded in heaven. Down here on earth, your cameras, ADT, all of the alarm systems put together in security companies can't stop these crazy folks breaking in now. Amen. Amen. Folks, they breaking in police cars. Yes, sir. So what is going to stop them from breaking in your house? What's going to stop them from robbing you? We need to be more focused on laying up our treasures in heaven. Because we have an appointment one day, and if we depart from this life having invested no treasures in heaven, we will have nothing to follow us into the judgment. How to lay up treasures in heaven? By giving to the poor, Jesus connected. Giving to the poor and laying up treasures on two occasions. See, it's not all about money. We were encouraged in talking about this morning Sunday school how you need to be involved as a member of the congregation. Don't just be somebody passing through. Don't just be somebody uh, talking about, oh, I go there. No, you need to be a member here. You need to be involved here. Laying up treasures involves more than money. It involves you rolling up your sleeves. It involves you taking out your towel like Jesus did and washing some people's feet. Serving. Being involved. Paul also connected sharing one's wealth with laying up (coughs) treasure in heaven. 1 Timothy 6, 17, 19. Man, we have treasures. We have an inheritance. We have everything. There's a charge given to be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share. Are we? Man, if we won't do it for the church, we know we ain't doing it for nobody else. If we're not honoring and doing good, willing to give, and rich in good works to like God, I can only imagine what you say to people who ask you for something. Amen. Right. 
they can't bless you like God can. Storing up a good foundation for the time to come to lay hold on eternal life. Eternal life. We're going to have eternal life somewhere. We're going to spend eternity somewhere. So I ask you, what's going to follow you? Good works? Or nothing? Because you were too interested in building your empire here on earth. But the world passed it away. And so shall you, along with it, not investing properly the way you should. God said to this man, Doubtful. Nobody likes being comfortable. Now, growing up, I call you a fool. Don't fight on it. You wanted to get, it was only one other thing you could say to get you busted in your mouth faster than being called a fool. Talking about somebody long. Somebody know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know why I talk about my dad all day. But you don't talk about somebody long. Or you call them a foot. God called this man a foot. And God also says, Jesus said, verse 21, so is that led up treasure for himself and is not rich for God. In other words, so is he that put more before God. If you think, well, I give God a look. No, 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 no. It says, so is he that led up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. God should get the best. God should get the first. God deserves. God ain't some dog sitting at your table or <coughs> under your table waiting on some scraps to fall off the table. He deserves the best. So my question to you this morning asking you to consider the works. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Then if you would, you would say, bend it with me, I didn't write. <laughs> you don't want to get the heart condition if it offends. Right. If I'm giving right and doing right by God, nothing I've said today should offend you. But if you are not rich toward God, and your conscience is kicking you, cutting you, stepping on you, 
and you would love to fix my plate this afternoon. <laughs> Don't get upset with me. Amen. Get right. That's right. You, you don't you don't see God as somebody who, who accepts scraps when you call it on him in time. Amen. You believe he's all, oh, listen to your prayer. Almighty oh, Father, most glorious, wonderful. Oh, you come up with all, come on, words, please. But when it comes time for you to be rich toward God, and he has provided this institution, the body, the church, as our salvation, as our ark, of salvation, and yeah. you won't even give time, you won't even contribute hardly any effort in building it up and serving and working. Yeah. No, it ain't all about money. Yeah. He said, Thou and we can serve the poor. We can help those in need. Yeah. We have, even among our own members, we have benevolent matters. Then you can truly say and feel good about, you know what? We, 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 it don't have to be, I didn't know, it's we. Amen. Some of us love to tell a lie about we. You hide among the numbers. Yeah, we, we doesn't do anything. But you know, I don't worry about that. God knows you haven't done it. That's right. That's right. And you mess around and close your eyes in death. It won't be blessed for you who died in Christ. Because you ain't going to have nothing to follow you. It's a blessed are those that die in the Lord. And they are worse to follow that. So if you don't contribute anything now, what do you have to follow? What collateral could you possibly present unto God? And such
should be obvious, you haven't been carrying the weight around here. Right. But I encourage you to get it right. But you're going to answer one day. We got a meeting in the whole after this. I pray you'll hang around for a few minutes. You consider yourself a member. said throughout the Old Testament there were a few people who were considered friends of God. Yeah. Man. And I always look at the relationship with Moses. I always bring that up. The relationship God had with Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Moses had God's My question to you this morning. Do you have God's ear? Right. Right. Or have you separated yourself from God because of the materialism yeah. in this world. Yeah. He just said, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But his face is against those. Yeah. They're too wicked. Yeah. It's not that God don't want to hear you. It's not that God don't want you to have his ear. But sin has a way of separating us from God. Yeah. Folks, ain't no car, ain't no house, ain't no wardrobe, ain't no man, ain't no woman. Work you going to hell. Because you're more interested in pleasing them and yourself rather than being rich toward God. Get on the right train. The gospel train is waiting. It's waiting for you to get on board. But you got to have your ticket. Sinners can't get on. What's our song, Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's our invitation song. You desire to become a Christian today. And align yourself to be eligible for that inheritance that God has awaiting for his children. To align yourself to have your sins remitted. That you can walk out of here today a new creature Amen. in Christ. Don't matter how much you stole in the past. <laughs> you got a new slate today. Amen. Doesn't matter how often you live as a fool. You'll, you'll walk out of here a Christian today. Yeah. It's up to you. And I pray that you'll get it right. Because you know, as well as God knows, what your condition is. Why not get it right? After God has done so much, so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Yeah. Why don't you give up yourself so that you can be his child? Yeah. Let us see another stand.